0: Good morning everyone. I hope you're going well. I'm really really happy to be with you this morning. We are Marie-Pierre and I to do the podcast with you. We have two uh, red shirts, Marie-Pierre today. <laughs> we are the team. Uh and it's so funny to realize what we are working on this book Uh, If you're with us for the first time, we are in the book, Awaking the Giant Within. First of all, it was working about our habit. And in this chapter, we are talking about the vocabulary that we use. And I realized, oh my God, I need more vocabulary to describe myself, to describe my emotion. I have for you some example of emotion and feeling that we can have, and I will put this on the group, but it's really for me um, a wake-up call, (laughs) if I can say it like that, that I need to develop my vocabulary if I want to develop myself. Uh, If you weren't with us last week, we were uh, presenting that. The vocabulary that you use determines the feeling that you have. So, if you have not enough vocabulary to present how you're feeling, sometimes you're just happy or sad because you cannot define really how you're feeling. And if you're using an open vocabulary, I prefer this dress or I prefer this um, kind of color. It's an open vocabulary. It's easiest to feel happy after, to to say, I will change the color and I will be happy. Or if you are just using, I don't like this color, it's just ending point, you cannot change this. So it's what we presented last week and today we will develop about the vocabulary the kind of word that you can use but first of all i want to thank you all of you for your sharing because it's because you're sharing the podcast that i just want to say good morning on podbean (laughs) because you're sharing the podcast you um help us to develop the podcast because we are doing it marie pierre and i um, uh, maria and jean philippe but you are the one that can help us to develop the community and if you want to be part of the community marie pierre will put the link of the group because today you will have the list of the word that you can use to describe your feeling to describe your emotion so you will find it on the group of the community and if you have some video that you want to share on this group, if you, if you see a good poster, uh, post it because the community is not only Marie-Pierre, me, uh, and Jean-Philippe and Maria. The community is all of you. You, we are more than two thousand people on the group, so we want to see you. Are you develop yourself uh, too? So first of all. In English, because the statistics that we have today are for the English vocabulary. So (laughs) it will describe uh, your vocabulary. In in French, I think Marie Pierre, we have a little bit more word, uh, but we don't use it. (laughs) Uh, What they present here, they said that in all the encyclopedic dictionary in English, there's around depending which uh, dictionary you are using, there's 500,000 words. 500,000 or 75,000, uh, 750,000. <laughs> um, but in all those words, we are using from 200 to ten hundred, personally. So we are using around half to 1% of the word that they're present in our language. So we need to develop this this different because there's 89% of the word that we don't use. Maybe some writer are using more words. I'm sure my husband, if we are doing their vocabulary, he have a biggest vocabulary than me, but it's it's their job to develop their vocabulary. But for the majority of people, it's from 200 to uh, 100 words that we are using in life. And if we are comparing some language, English, we said five thousand hundred word. German, it's half of that. They have half word than English. So if at the beginning they have half word, maybe they will use less word too in their vocabulary. And what it means? It's some point that we are um, we are not seeing as important. We don't have word to describe it, and I have an example. Um, two years ago, I have in my team one director in a community of Atschemek that we have in north of my um, in north of my us, and um, I went spent three days in the community, and they present me. They told me, "Oh, we don't have." Uh, this word in Atsukamek, their language it's Atsukamek, and I asking them, what is the word to present that? What is the word to present that? And they say, oh, we don't have word. And I was, I did not understand at this point, how oh, you cannot have word for this kind of emotion, because they, they are not really emotional person. And I realized that it's not they are not emotional person because they don't have word to describe their feeling so now that i'm reading this book i realize <laughs> i realize that they were not able to express this emotion because they they don't have word to describe it and in another thing that it's really really different where they live it's the notion of time the The time it's really different for them, and I was not understanding why they are so many times late. <laughs> we are starting an event at seven. at seven, there's nobody at your event. They will start to be at, at to to arrive around seven thirty to eight. For me, I was, oh my God, nobody will come, and they just tell me, no, no you said that it's during the the after the the dinner they will come after their dinner but i I said on the picture that it's at seven no for them they have the possibility of yesterday today tomorrow after dinner before dinner because in their vocabulary it's what they have so for them it's If it's during the the night, it's after the dinner. (laughs) So now I'm accepting them. The first event I did, I was crazy (laughs) to see it. After two days, I understand that we just have to define differently the time. And I I was telling to Marie-Pierre, I have after the lunch, the, the second day after the lunch, I have to meet some people for a survey and I went fishing with them just before and we we saw um, an eagle and there's no more time. We saw an eagle and the eagle comes to see us because they know that we can give uh, her fish. So now the time was feeding the eagle. There's no, we won't, you won't be late at your survey. You just have to tell that you spend time to eat, to to feed the eagle and it it will be okay. They will know that you just come after feeding the eagle. So in each community, in each, um, I know that when I, I, where I'm going in Peru, the time is, will, will be different too, but In each community, we define ourself, we define our culture with our words. So if you don't have, um, if if you don't give um, importance to the right time, you just won't have word to describe it. If you don't have importance to your emotion, you won't have word to describe it. And they didn't experience the experience was and i i give you the the challenge of doing it during one week Write every emotion that you are feeling every day on your conditioning program add this to your conditioning program what was my feeling today and if you have two three four five feeling different during the day Write it on your conditioning program. The the study that they did present that at the end of the day, maybe you will have 10 to 12 emotions that you will write. Our description of emotion, it's around 10 to 12 words. The feeling that we are living in the day. And they ask the question, Is it because we always live the same emotion? Or is it because we just don't analyze really what kind of feeling we have? And it's why I decided to take a sheet with all the feeling that we can have and just to to be able of describing, uh, for example, for me, I, I know that I will always put on my sheet, happiness, I'm happy. Today, I I was, (laughs) but for just for happy, there's all those words that I can use to write different than happy. And it's separate by light, medium, and strong. So what is the level of my emotion? Do I'm just fine, cool, uh, um, genial, um, pleasant? Or do I am cheerful, uh, gleeful, happy, jovial? Or if it's going stronger, energetic, enthusiastic, excited, excited. (laughs) How many times we are using the word excited? We need to find other (laughs) words. And if you spend a lot of time with people at Les Diamants, you're excited. (laughs) <laughs> because we are all using this word. So I will put this sheet and they said that, yes, we can find vocabulary to describe describe our emotion. But they, they realized that there's around 300 words to describe emotion. But we have 30% of those words are positive emotion. And sixty percent of those words are negative emotion, and I have a really good example. When I was searching to find those <laughs> those list of synonym of word, in this list we have two positive emotion and eight negative emotion on the list. So <laughs> we we can be happy or caring about people but the rest of the list is depression inadequate fear confusion hurt angry loneliness remorse so the only emotion positive that we can have it's happy and caring well <laughs> bon, as as marie-pierre told me this morning it's maybe those lists are created by psycholog- uh, sp- psychologist people so when they are doing therapists, people are more in negative emotion than positive emotion. But I find some lists without positive emotion on the list. (laughs) Uh, But in French, for those people that you are able to uh, read in French, on 10, we have uh, four positive emotion, but less word. So you will have the two possibility. If you wanna help you, define your emotion differently. And I know that Marie-Pierre, you will um, present us what can be the difference if we are spending more time with people and using the vocabulary and what is the impact on us if we
1: are using the, other, the vocabulary of other people. Yes, absolutely. But before I start with the, that part, I want to just play a little in the comments. <laughs> so just take the time. And what is the five first emotion word that you use re- regularly in a week? So go and write in the comments. I'm curious to see what you will write in the comments. So what is the five emotion that you feel at least once a week? And that, you know, that's really regular in your, um, in your life. So and if you have more than five, go ahead. But I'm <laughs> curious to know what is the five that you uh, always have at least once a week, every week. So I want to see a few comments. So I will give you a little bit of time. But just to remember that if in your five emotion it's all happy and positive emotion, of course, we always think, that person is really happy in, in her life, so Liz write excited, happy, love, and Becca write stressed, happy, calm, irritated, relaxed, seven happy, excited, tired, <laughs> love, love above all others, I love it, <laughs> so yes, we have a few examples and a lot of uh, those uh, emotions was uh, positive emotions. So that's great. But you will see that it will uh, be different that, um, if you are with people that is less positive people or if they are really positive people. Uh, Trish, Trish, right? Joy, excited, pride, frustration, exhaustion. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Just reading the word frustration, exhaustion, whew, it's hard to read you don't want to read them. So really, the problem is that our default setting isn't too consciously to choose our word to describe our emotion. So when we uh, experience distressing emotion, we unconsciously fall back on habitual vocabulary. So the words we attach to our experience become our experience. So... Words have a biochemical effect on the body. So the minute you use a word like devastated, exhaustion, frustration, you are going to produce a different biochemical effect that if you say, uh, I'm a bit disappointed. Just like we <laughs> saw last week, the word, oh, I'm just being uh, a pee, or instead of being really frustrated, that uh, produces a very different biochemical effect in your body. So. The transformational vocabulary is really a reality and by changing our habitual words we can change the emotional pattern of our life so we can mold the action the direction and ultimate destiny of our life with that so how do we choose our uh, choose our habitual vocabulary we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with with everything we see So uh, it's always that. So we are the average of the five person we spend the most time uh, with. So who are those people? So go and write it in the comments. Who are those five person that you hang the most of your week with? So who are those influential five in your life? So go and write it just to realize who are those five person. So most of us will be uh, family, it will be friends, colleagues, but are they really your infra- influential five? So just think about it. So kids, my husband, my husband, my children, I have four, that's it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so yes, um, we will be familiar with the idea of the environment we live in affect the person we are. So the characteristic we portrait and the way we behave as human. So some of the most influential and successful people in the world will surround themselves with other driven, motivated, successful people that they trust and entrance of positive guidance along their path in life. So it's also, <laughs> it also said that positive people attract positive people and successful people attract successful people. So you develop the same kind of attitude of the five person you will be surrounded. So of course, it's really important. We see that in every book of personal development, that the five person you hang around, it's really important. So it's true for the words too. So if you think in the last year, the five person you hang the most, and now think about the words you use with them, or after hanging with them. So if you think maybe just one or two words you took from those persons, go and write it in the comments. What is those words that you took from that person when you always hang with them? So it's really, um, for me, when I started at Tupperware, at Les Diamants, just like Sabrina said, Oh my God, the, the expression. I'm so excited! I never used <laughs> this expression before that, but now it's really something that I always say. I know that when I <laughs> people hang around with me, they will start and say Poop, up, poo" when they do a mistake. <laughs> or oh boy. <laughs> That's some expression that people always... Uh, uh, um, take from me. I'll, it's really funny. I know who started t- to uh, uh, pass time with me because they will take those uh, words, those expressions. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I am I'm excited. Isabelle Sabri, sa flash le diamants. I love it. So yes, all those expressions that no, you never said before, but now. You uh, will um, always say, and you will um, really see this in every person around you. So you will see, oh, this person starting to use that kind of word. Never used it before. Who she talked to this week? So you will really see, okay, now I can see this person, this person, this person. They always hang around, uh, hang um, together because they are using the same kind of word. So you can really easy see uh, those people.
0: With the kids, you can know if there's a new friend in the surrounding with your kids just by the vocabulary that they are using. Sometimes I say, oh, what is this vocabulary where it's come from and oh there's a new friend in my team okay i know who's this friend sometimes we love this friend sometimes we don't love the new friend but the vocabulary it's really really fast to understand there's a new person around our kids just because they use it Uh, when uh it came around my my kids went to Kanjo um, during the uh, not Canjo, um the, uh, Canjo, <laughs> during the summer and there's new friend uh, happening during this time and I, I know I always know if, if there's a new person because there's new vocabulary happen at house, at home because they bring the vocabulary
1: at home. yes absolutely we can see it really easily so if you think about all those words that you took from someone else so did those words were positive or negative emotion linked in so just see the emotion um, behind those words so by adopting someone else's habitual vocabulary we begin to adopt the emotional pattern as well so we have adopt not only words but also their volume intensity tonality, (laughs) so everything. So in the opposite, did you ever say that expression of, oh, that word is not part of my vocabulary? I think everyone can say yes, (laughs) I said that in the past. And if yes, go and write it, the word that you say that is not part of your vocabulary because it says a lot about yourself. So if it's something like, oh, boring, it's not part of my vocabulary. So, of course, if it's not part of your vocabulary, you will not feel that emotion. So, if it's not part of your vocabulary, you don't experience the feeling. And if you don't experience that feeling, is it because it's not part of your vocabulary? Of course, (laughs) you don't have the word to represent them. So, um, make sure that, yes, all the words that you use uh, always describe your positive emotion that you can um, the most use in your week. So, uh, I love it. So, uh, Becca writes the word hate. It's not part of my my vocabulary. So, it's really intense, (laughs) an intense word. So, if you don't use it, good. So, this word is not part of my vocabulary. So, just look at what you say during the week and what you don't say and what is not part of your vocabulary that maybe another person said that uh, that it was uh, beside you. So, you will... Really realize what is your vocabulary, uh, habitual vocabulary, and what you can um, uh, augment, <laughs> increase your vocabulary. <laughs> Just like Sabrina said, if you have most words in your vocabulary, now you will have um, most uh, better emotion to describe, so you will live better emotion. So that's it.
0: And I give you the challenge, go on the group, print the sheet and underline the emotion that you use right now but what words would you love to add to your vocabulary because uh you were just asking uh what is the feeling that you're not using and i I was going in the sheet okay depressed i'm not using it but it's On the level, yes, there's depressed. It's the strong, uh, strongest emotion that I can present. But sometimes, yes, I'm feeling down. Okay, I, I I using the feeling down, but not the depressed. But if you're still using depressed, maybe you will understand that you're not depressed right now. I'm just feeling down. Like you can adapt your vocabulary uh, with this. So I give you the challenge to print the sheet and help you developing your vocabulary, because you will develop yourself, you will see that maybe you have some people that you don't want to use the the vocabulary that they have. But if you don't want to use their vocabulary, you need to have your own vocabulary, and not just 10 uh, word to describe your emotion. <laughs> so, print the sheet, it's already on the group, and I'm sure that it will help you to just realize what you are really feeling. Uh, I was thinking, Marie-Pierre, people that always said that they are anxious. Maybe you're not anxious. Maybe you're careful. Maybe you're timid about doing some stuff. So you feeling that you're not ready to doing something it's not because you're anxious it's just because you're timid but you we need to have this vocabulary in mind you can make the same add this sheet to your conditioning program to read every day some positive emotion to be sure that you put your mindset in a positive emotion or to be not in the strongest emotion, but in the lightest emotion, too. So it will help you to put your mindset in a positive way. And oh, I saw that (laughs) Uh, Trish already printed the sheet. So be sure that you have have the possibility to develop your vocabulary. So thank you, everyone. See you. Oh, my God, Marie-Pierre. Next time I will see you on the Zoom, I will be in Peru, so my background will be different. Uh, I, I will show you my background before, but the next podcast with you will be with my new background. Uh, tomorrow uh, and uh, Wednesday, Friday, you will have the podcast with Maria and Marie-Pierre, so have a good day. And if you're following us in French, we are jumping in the French podcast just after. Bye.